This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Atletico Madrid 2, Liverpool 3. It was a night that started with Liverpool racing into a two-goal lead through Mohamed Salah and Naby Keita and ended with Diego Simeone running down the tunnel and snubbing Jurgen Klopp's handshake after Salah's penalty settled what was a true Champions League classic. But given so much went on in between, I think it's best we get straight on with the podcast. We'll start with the verdict from our Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst out in Madrid, which is followed by Klopp's press conference in full before the podcast finishes with the thoughts of four Liverpool fans Ross Strachan Steve Dawson Mark Baker and Mike Holt it was a Champions League classic at the Wanda Metropolitano this evening as Liverpool edged the Navy frantic and uh, often frenetic game 3-2 uh, it really was uh, an incredible game from start to finish it uh, pretty much had a lot of attendance off penalties penalties being overturned great goals uh, stunning finishes and um, Liverpool finished on the right side of it to go up to nine points in Group B, uh, maximum points from the first three games puts Liverpool in a commander position at the halfway point. Um, it looks now that um, Liverpool secure victory against Atletico um, next time out at Anfield and they are uh, through to the quarterfinals for a uh, fourth successive season. Um, Liverpool, well, as you say, they started there superbly. It was Mohamed Salah who got them uh, rocking and rolling as he inevitably does these days. He cut inside about three men early on, fired one low, and it took, uh, well, it appeared to take a deflection initially off James Milner. Referee uh, replay showed that it was actually Jeffrey Condogbia, so you wait for have given the goal to Mohamed Salah. That means that he's now scored in nine successive games, which is a new club record, uh, a new record for Salah. He certainly um, tore up the record book since he arrived at the club uh, four years ago, hasn't he? Um, Liverpool took a, took a two-goal lead when Naby Keita fired one in on the volley. Um, probably even better than his goal against Crystal Palace. Passian all black and Liverpool were absolutely flying after about 15 minutes. But uh, slowly but surely, Atletico crept back into it. Uh, Antoine Griezmann with, uh, with two goals. The second one was expertly taken after super work from Joe Felix. But uh, on both occasions, Keita would probably be disappointed with himself for not uh, defending a little bit more resolutely. He was... Uh, Dribble pass far too easily by first Thomas Lamar and then uh, Felix and Jürgen Klopp brought on Fabinho in his place at half time and gave Liverpool a bit more stability in midfield and uh, it was uh, ebbing and flowing and uh, it looked like either side could really have nicked it but uh, Liverpool were given a bit of a uh, well a leg up when Griezmann was sent off for a high foot on Fabinho. I uh, haven't seen too many replays but the ones that I've seen um, well leave me believing that it certainly was a red card. Looks like he's almost kicked him in the side of the face, to be perfectly honest. And uh, Griezmann was given his marching orders. Uh, Diego Simeone, of course, disagreed, but uh, the Argentine firebrand was not a happy man for most of the night, has to be said. Um, Liverpool were then given a penalty when Jota was clattered um, by Hermoso, the left back, and Salah did what he does best from 12 yards to make it 3-2. And Liverpool held on, but uh, it looked like they, they weren't going to ho- uh, hold on when um, they were given a, pe- a penalty at Let's Go when uh, Jimenez went over under a challenge from Jota, but uh, after consulting with the uh, pitch side monitor referee Daniel uh, Seabert decided that it wasn't in fact a penalty and Liverpool, despite six out of the minutes, uh, held on for uh, a massive win. Uh, it's not, Jürgen Klopp said that on Monday, this isn't an easy place to come in European football and uh, a major with three points, but that is exactly what the Reds have done and uh, they move up to nine points. It's finished here, as I say, a Champions League Classic in Group B, Liverpool three, Atletico Madrid two. Uh, Jürgen, just your, your thoughts on what was a remarkable, dramatic game. 
Yeah, it was. So um, I'm not surprised about that. When these two teams um, face each other, then it's some drama, I would say, is guaranteed. Um, both teams are proper fighting units are used to fight for the things they want to reach, and that's why that's clear. But of course, the, the story of the game is a special one because you, you don't go very often that easy to nil up against Atletico after 13 minutes. And you know, a couple of times, but it's still true, the human brain is a, can be your biggest enemy. We misunderstood that situation completely. We, 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 did, we wanted to control the game in the wrong way. We played in the wrong spaces. And obviously gave two cheap goals away. Yeah? So um, the set piece is a nice routine which we knew about, so we could have defended it better. Um, and the other goal, I think we all agree. I don't think we ever conceded a goal like this that looked really not good. Um, and then it's 2-2. And in half time, I think everybody here in the room and who watched the game thought, OK, Atletico is now on the winning side, so that will go only one direction. But we thought we are still here, so let's give it a try. Um, and I told the boys half time, it's, um, it's really positive because we know much more now than we knew before the game about them. We just have to use the right spaces and to play in the right spaces and then everything will be fine. And um, that's what we tried to do. But then obviously the game got even more dramatic because of the decisions and the, the things that happened. I heard it now already. A lot of times, of course, I understand that, that um, Atletico people or, or Spanish people are upset or don't like the decisions, but I think the first, our penalty, the penalty we conceded is a clear penalty. Um, the penalty for Atletico, in my understanding, is not a penalty, but when he whistles it, I was a bit surprised that they took it, that they took it back because um, I only saw it once and I didn't think it was a penalty. It was clear what they wanted in that moment. And the red card, you know, of course it's unlucky, but I think it's a red card. Can I change that? The foot is in the face. Um, that's what you get red cards for, though that's not cool, but it happened. And that, that's the story of the game pretty much. We still had to defend with all we have, because even with 10 men, they were quite uh, intense to play. Um, but the dirty, Three points are very often the most important, and they were dirty tonight, of course. It was not our best football, but we got them, and that's a big step. Okay, we have Sam there, and then I think one, ah, then, then John, and then down here, so but Sam next. <clears throat> Jürgen, did you feel sorry, yeah, here, sorry. Um, that the red card came out of nowhere, or did you think they played on the edge a little bit for the whole game? And, and then additionally, could I just ask you about that quite funny incident at the end where you're waving at Simeone and he's running off down the tunnel? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was intense game. I didn't see a game where it was constantly on the edge, to be honest. But the, the situation with Diego, I have to say, that's okay. I, I want to shake his hand. He was running off, so I could have just turned around. And you know, but I was standing there, and so he, I was as emotional as he was, um, and I don't think he did anything wrong. And I, I'm not overly happy with my reaction, to be honest. But that's not too bad as well. So um, when we see each other next time, we will definitely shake hands. Um, there was nothing between us. We didn't even speak during the game. And that is that he's emotional. I think that should not be a surprise for anybody, and I'm as well. But we were kind of calm in most of the situations tonight in a very intense game. 
Okay, we've got John Murray from the BBC, then the gentleman down here in front of John, and then we'll go to the lady in the khaki coat, and I think that's all the hands up. But John next. Hi, Jürgen. Hi. You know when you talk about how you need to learn how to play in Europe, you know, you've said that many times before. Is this the sort of game that you're talking about because of, you know, quite apart from how good a team they are, it's about everything else, isn't it? And how you cope with that? Yeah, absolutely. You saw a lot of things. So you're right. So when you win these kind of games, you can say that's kind of the experience we made in the last 46 Champions League games we played together roundabout. Um, but we have quality. We have the quality to finish these situations off. The goals we scored were really was brilliantly done. So really well played. So there's more cutting inside, top shot. Not sure it was deflected or not. Didn't see it back yet. Um, and then obviously the the other goal. Everybody's nearly in a perfect position there, and for uh, for sure Nabi is, and a nice finish. So dealing with these kind of situations is that the, the, the period we are in is really intense. So. And would I choose exactly the same lineup again? Not sure. Um, but we had so many things to consider, like who was playing, who didn't play, blah, 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 who played where. Um, I think in the end, we had a couple of, too many players on the pitch were played now for, the, for their national teams, all the games, last Premier League game and stuff like this. So there's no, never only one reason for things that my boys want always. That's what I love most about them. And if they can't in moments, it's most of the time my fault. Um, and, but tonight we fought through it and um, that's nice. And experience helped a little bit, but not too much tonight. <laughs> Okay, so we're not going to get to everyone. We'll go to this gentleman and then this lady next, and then we'll see. Yes. Spanish? Yep. No, 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 English. No, 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 yes, no, yes. Uh, no problem in qualification, of course. You have been uh, always uh, very sure of yourself, of your team, of your players, and so on. Despite everything, uh, do you think that uh, the same thing happened to you tonight? The second team? If ever. No, sorry, I don't really understand. Uh, happened to you tonight to be confident with uh, yourself, or your players, or your team? We are not that confident, to be honest. We we know our our struggles, we know our our problems, but we try to ignore them very often. Um, no, but tonight the two confident teams played against each other, and I, I'm pretty sure if you would measure the confidence of Diego Simeone and mine, I'm 100% sure he would win for the right reasons. Um, um, no, tonight was just um, a real fight. It was not about this team, this game. Nobody can win um, just because it's the, better, it's the better side. No chance. Both teams are real fighters, and you saw that tonight. And in two weeks, you will see it again. So it's like it's not a game I'm looking forward to. You think, okay, my God, in two weeks again. They are real, a real difficult team to play. But we will be there, and then in our stadium, having um, an outstanding perform, um, um, atmosphere. And hopefully we can use that. Okay, last two questions. The journalist there, and then we go to James Hola. Pierce. Yeah. In Spanish. Belén Sánchez para Jugones. Acabas de decir que incluso ante 10 el Atlético ha sabido atacar, o sea, habéis tenido que defender mucho. Y yo quería saber si ha cambiado en cierto sentido, más allá de esos 20 minutos iniciales por parte del Atlético, tu pensamiento sobre el tipo de fútbol que hace el Atlético de Simeone. 
you asked that because of the thing I said after the second leg and the home game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't know exactly what possession was tonight, but even with 11-11, I think Atletico let us play. If you saw the same game as I did, so why should I change my mind? That's the way they play. It's if I'm not the Pope of football, it's not so important what I say, to be honest. Some things I like in life, some things I don't like that much. I still can respect them, and I respect a lot what they are doing here. I couldn't do it. I'm not the same. I'm not the same guy as as Diego. So, but is how long is he? Ten years. Incredibly successful. Why should they play the football I like? They have to play the football they like, and that's all fine. Okay. Final question, James Pierce, and then we're done. Jürgen, uh, Alison was out before and he said you said the right things at the right time at half time to change things. What needed to change for that second half and what was the thinking behind taking Naby off and bringing Fabino on? First of all, it had nothing to do with Naby, we just had to defend the right side better. That's the way it was just, we were, on, we were a bit too wide, um, the gaps were too big. So, but Naby scored a goal and stuff like this. And I spoke already to him, it's really important for me that nobody thinks we, we played the first half. Or the second part of the first half because of Nabi, not at all. He's in really good shape. Um, but he played three games for Guinea there and the last Premier League game, 90 minutes. And that's right. So, um, how's that? 45 minutes, I think, was absolutely right. Um, yeah, thank you, Ali, that he said I said the right things. That's the plan, actually. Um, but I don't know exactly anymore what I said. What I started with, first and foremost, it's really, it's I was really positive because I think now we know much more about them than we did before the game. We know exactly where the spaces are, where we have to play. We just have to do it. So, and we didn't do it, and we showed two situations. Um, look, five players in the back, three in midfield, two strikers, more or less not really involved in defending, a little bit, but not really, just there for the counter-attack. So it's obvious that next to the three midfielders, there's space. You can play there, but from there you have to play in the center again. And we just, we, we had too many easy passes around the formation and not, in or through the formation. And it was clear, it went 2-2, it was, I never expected that they now chase up, that they now start um, chasing us with the ball. It was always clear, they were still, why should they change anything? They, they turned the game in exactly the way they wanted to play from the beginning, just defending in the right spaces, winning the ball and go for it. And uh, so they didn't change, so we had to go back to what we actually wanted from the beginning. And that's what we did. But you could see the intensity of the game. It's massively sense that you do all the things right and, and score as many goals as you can, as long as you are fresh. Because later on in the game, especially in such an intense game, you um, will not have the power for it anymore. So, and that's why we had just to fight through. Um, and that's what we did. This game will not go in our so if I have in the book of the best games we ever played, it will not be part of, but it's a very important one. The very important games, maybe it's in, but not the best games. So winning against Atletico, I don't think ever, as long as this team is together like this, together with Diego, will ever be easy, not on one day. And we did it anyway, and I'm really proud of that. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. A very eventful Champions League night there for Liverpool. Tremendous 3-2 victory away at Atletico Madrid. But it doesn't really tell the story of what was a, a really fun game, I suppose, in the end. Started off really well. We go 2-0 up 
within the first oh, 10, 15 minutes and we were in absolute cruise control in that first 15, 15 20 minutes. Um, Salah's got the first wonderful bit of skill, beats a few plays like we know he can. The shots took a deflection, it's nestled in the bottom corner. Um, second one, Cater's, it's a wonderful volley from McLaren's and yeah, we were absolutely cruising. Atletico hadn't had the touch. We looked in total control. We silenced the crowd. And you thought it was going to be an easy night's work, but it, it didn't transpire that way. It turned into a really eventful game. Um, Atletico got back into the game probably quite early from that. Uh, it was about 20 minutes. They had their first real bit of possession. Yeah, and they, yeah, they got one in at the back post. I think it was Griezmann who got a little touch. Um, Casey was beaten so easily on the uh, byline and that didn't help matters. But it come to someone edge of the box, smashed it in and possibly was it offside, could have been this loud, but yeah, got back in the game. And then Griezmann's, it was about on the half hour mark, um, got them back in the game, made it 2-2. Again, Cater. It was poor other than his goal in the first half, really. Got skinned again, left us wide open, and it was a good touch from Griezmann, to be fair, and a good finish. And Yeah, he's a class act, and it was 2-2 in the back of the game. But we just looked, from, that, from the first 15, 20 minutes, when it was so easy and so cruise control, from the moment that uh, Atletico got back into the game, we just looked vulnerable at the back. There was a few counter-attacks. Allison's made a couple of good one-on-one saves when we've been so high up the pitch and just one ball, either split the centre-backs or got in behind the full-backs. Yeah, that was a bit worrying. Um, Lamar was really good for them in that first half and uh, Joao Felix. I mean, you look at that Atletico side and there's some huge names in that side. It's not until you actually see the sides written down. You've got Griezmann, Joao Felix, uh, Koke, Oblak, Suarez, Trippier, Lamar. I mean... These are, these are top, top class players and there's a reason why they were um, the champions of Spain last year. Very, very good side and, yeah, got themselves back in the game. Uh, second half, you made the substitution, really clopped that had to be made. It was the one that I, I basically said needed to be done and it was for Bino, for Cater, just to give us a bit more bite in that midfield, a bit more protection to try and protect the, the back four a little bit. Um, again Allison saved us early in that second half with another good save when we were again cut open so easily um, and then not long after that um, Griezmann's seen red for a real high challenge on um, Firmino one of them unlucky ones I suppose it's a footballing incident he's not looking at Firmino is he? but his boot is really high it's caught him flush in the face and yeah, he can count himself a bit unlucky, but I suppose in this day and age, it's, it, it is a red. And I think from that moment on, I thought Athletic, some of Atletico's antics were absolute disgrace. Um, Liverpool, to be fair, were buying into it and they needed to be a little bit wiser to what Atletico were doing. Every little touch they were going down, they were surrounding the referee. Four or five people surrounding the referee. Um Diego Simone on the sideline. Yeah, if he was your manager, I'm sure you'd love it. But some of his antics are a disgrace. All that nonsense running up and down like a little jack-in-the-box. Can't bear it. So, yeah, 
didn't like it. Didn't like some of the stuff I've seen there from Atletico, and it, it continued throughout the second half. But like I say, I thought Liverpool were quite naive at times, which is unusual because we should be used to this sort of thing. Um, we were just dangling the foot out, or we we were we were fouling plays when we shouldn't have to, and yeah, it was it was it was poor, but got a little bit of luck. Um, from a corner, ball comes out, and I think it was just a high ball back in. And God knows what the uh, Atletico player was doing. At first, it looks like it's just a collision, but when you see the uh, the replay, he's actually stepped across Jota and just wiped him out. It's it's a ridiculous, ridiculous challenge, and as the stone cold penalty you're ever going to see. But again, all the antics they were surrounding the ref as if like he hadn't touched him, which was again embarrassing. Simone he was jumping up and down like an idiot on the sideline and. Coolest man on the pitch, Mo Salah steps up, slots, second goal, goal of the game, and we're three to up. And now you're just thinking, let's just see this game out. Game management is the classic shout. Game management this time of the game. You know what they're going to do. And they continue to do it. Um, and they were ordered, warded a pen themselves a few minutes later. Um, I think it was a cross into the box. Jota is the wrong side of the, of the defender, um, the attacker, I mean. He's, he's hasn't touched him at all really and the, the players just threw himself on the ground the refs give a penalty they were surrounding the refs get, trying to get him sent off trying to get cards I mean I just hate to see that type of stuff and it's gone to VAR anyway and he's had to go and he's gone to check the monitor and give him his due really brave decision from the referee because the easy the cop out decisions just to give the penalty that he's given, the crowd are on his back, Simone's all over the place, the players are surrounded him, but to give him his due, he's looked at it, realised there's very little in it, it's not a penalty, and he's changed his decision, so fair play to, fair play to the referee for that. And give credit to the referee, I think, for the way he's refereed the game, because it was a hostile atmosphere, a lot of noise from their fans, great atmosphere to be fair, and... You know what you get them Atletico. It's they're all in, aren't they? That it all it all comes from the manager, their antics, and yeah, like I say, if, if it was your side, you'd love it. If but it's not my side, and I can't bear it. To be honest, hated it. So we just got it. Anyway, we seen the game out. Job done. And what happened? Yeah, Simone straight down the tunnel, running away. Klopp just stood there laughing. You know what can you do? Saw loser, but what can you do? All in all, grinded it out 3-2. wasn't a classic Liverpool performance and there was a few worrying things there. I thought we looked a bit vulnerable at the back. Opened far too easily with just little one-twos and a bit high on, a bit of a high line sometimes. But it's another victory. If It's going to be a very, very tough place to go there after Let's Go Madrid. Um, we're in absolute cruise control in the Champions League now. I think we only need um, one point to be guaranteed to go through. So that's virtually in the bag now. That's that's good to know. We're on a great run, scoring a lot of goals. Um, really, really looking forward to the game on Sunday. Man United, let's absolutely put them in their place. They're a joke of a team. They're in a bit of a mess with United. We are absolutely flying. We've got the best player in the world at the minute. Mo Salah, still scoring goals every single game. Can't wait for the game Sunday 
Man United, bring it on. Come on, Liverpool. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's big win against Atletico Madrid. Such a valuable result that is for us. The, the good clubs in Europe, and of course Liverpool are one of the good clubs, one of the best clubs, if not the best, need to get the group stage of the Champions League sorted out by match day four, match day five. It can't be lingering into the final match day because particularly for English clubs, the Christmas period is so busy that we need to be able to know that we can put sides that are not our best side out there for the last one or two group games. We we need to keep our players fresh. That's clearly on Jurgen's mind this season, more so than I think it ever has been. Certainly he's putting it into practice more than he ever has done. And um, I think nine out of nine points is now a really big step towards us being able to achieve that. Uh, lots of talking points in this game. I suppose I'll just try and go through... Uh, some of them and and give my take on them. First of all, Mo Salah's goal. I saw many replays. I was absolutely convinced on one of them that it went off the defender. And I was leaning towards it going off Milner's boot on every other angle that I saw. I work in sports television. I don't understand why the editor or the director couldn't just slow slow the action down when the ball went through that... uh, cluster of players in the penalty box. So I've got no idea whether it's a Milner goal, a Salah goal or an own goal. Um, All will be revealed, I'm sure, in due course, but I I couldn't really make a call on that one. Um, Narby's goal, though, no doubt about that one. What a strike. So good to uh, see him hit another beautiful shot and uh, score a great goal. And I love his celebrations. I think, though, it was probably the right decision to bring him off. He's played a lot of football in the last few days, internationally and for Liverpool. And I think he was guilty a little bit of being skipped round um, when they scored their first goal. And I think shoring our side up defensively by bringing Fabinho on was probably the right move. Uh, But yeah, what a strike that was. Plenty of delight there. Atletico Madrid's first goal. There was a player in an offside position, there's no question about it. And he jumped over the ball before it went in. But... I don't think it put Alison Becker off. So I'm quite happy that the goal counted. Uh, and they were very, very dangerous, weren't they? Coming forward, they looked they looked uh, very good indeed. And I think we've got to give so much credit to Alison Becker. It realistically could have been 5-2 to them at one stage. And, and I think, and that's at half-time actually. And... This is when we were 2 nil up, remember. They just had such a good session, didn't they, in the last what, half of that first half. And Alisson really saved us there. And he's he, remember, he's won Champions League trophy for us before uh, by making outstanding saves in the group stage. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, if we go on to success this year, many of us will look back on on this contest. Perhaps it's not going to be the decisive contest uh, of our campaign, but... There's no question about it. He he made some fantastic saves there. It was a super goal from Griezmann. A uh, little touch that that took him around Virgil van Dijk and a good finish. He's some player and uh, a little bit of relief actually to see that he was sent off and they went down to 10 men. Uh, Simeone annoys me rather a lot and I think he was trying to make it clear to the referee that Griezmann 
didn't know that there was a player near him when he lifted his boot up to head height. Well, that just doesn't make any difference. You can't just go careering around the field without without knowledge that there's other players on the pitch. And if you raise your boot to head height, you can only do so knowing that there's nobody anywhere near you and then it can't be, therefore be dangerous play. So he had to go. I think that's that's absolutely clear. No, no question. It was also a nailed on penalty for us. You could see in the replays. I didn't see in, in normal time, but it was very clear from the replays that there was no intent to play the ball. All he was trying to do was knock Jotter over and uh, got his... Uh, just desserts there. Their penalty in adverted commas, ruled out by VAR. Again, correctly so, I think. I think their player ran into Jota's line and stumbled as a result. And I don't think he intended to do it necessarily. But if Jota's got that line, you can't just run into him and then collapse on the ground and claim a penalty. It's a bit like it's a bit like the driver's line in Formula One, isn't it? You, you can't just cut into the, the line that the player's got. You can't move into his space and think that you can walk through it. So I think the referee made a belated but correct decision there uh, to not give them a penalty. And to run out three two winners at their ground, remember. I mean, they are a good side. They looked so good when they were coming forward. They just looked very, very dangerous. And without Alisson, we would have lost this game, I think, quite clearly. But to go to their ground win 3-2 is a big, big statement. Um, and just finally, I want to say that when Oxlade-Chamberlain came on, I thought he played well. I haven't been loaded up with confidence on him uh, in recent months. He looks a bit glum when he comes on the field, um, acknowledging perhaps his status as a bit part player these days. But he certainly put the effort in, I thought, defensively, uh, as well as um, going forward. And if he can maintain that, then I think he's got a role to play in the squad. Uh, good to see us all coming together today. Good that uh, Sadio got a, a chance to have a little bit of a rest ahead of what will be a big weekend for us. Just absolutely made up with this result. At Gulasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. It turns out to be a really difficult game for Liverpool away at Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. And initially when they started the game, it looked like it was actually going to be somewhat of a procession how well Liverpool started in terms of the ball don't get me wrong I felt um, Atletico Madrid came out the blocks really poorly couldn't get close to a Liverpool player couldn't apply any pressure and Liverpool were really comfortable in the game scored two goals from Salah and and a really good volley from Naby Keita although what I would say Liverpool dominated the ball were in control of the game however Apart from those two strikes from outside the penalty area, a great piece of play from Salah, an excellent piece of technique on the on the volley, they didn't really create much in terms of not just that period, but also the first half in general. And Atletico Madrid came into the game. Thomas Lamar stood Naby Keita up, beat him at the byline, and then obviously they were back into the game. And holes started to appear in Liverpool's game. Liverpool made mistakes in possession. The ball was turned over. And Atletico Madrid were in really good positions to counter-attack and spring attacks from them turnovers. And I think I've seen Atletico Madrid play Liverpool previously, obviously, when Liverpool were knocked out the Champions League. And I always felt Liverpool were really unlucky to go out in them two games over the two legs. I felt Atletico got fortunate. Obviously, Adrian making a really poor mistake at such a crucial moment in time. And then Liverpool capitulating 
with some individual mistakes which led to a shot from outside the box and then one that finally finished off Liverpool when they were when they were obviously chasing the game. But in general I thought Liverpool were the much superior side. And this was a different Atletico Madrid. I felt in them games when Liverpool were superior, Atletico sat in a shape but were unable to really produce any threat on Liverpool's goal, which sounds ridiculous really considering they conceded four goals over two games, Liverpool to Atletico. However, obviously the first leg was a set play and then as I mentioned in the the home game, a mistake and then it led to a circumstance where Liverpool were then chasing the game and, and were picked off. But in general, Atletico had, had no real building blocks to attack from and were literally just sat in their own half cramped and being dominated and this was very different after the turn of say 25 minutes in this away fixture in which Atletico Madrid picked up outstanding areas to counter attack and I felt it was a really good coaching performance from Simeone in the areas he was able to get his forward players in to almost take up little half positions and there was a real threat from runners in behind and Running springing from that midfield area as well. And Liverpool looked absolutely ragged at times. I mean, for the second goal, Van Dijk's body position when Griezmann scores is as bad as you're going to see at the top level. And listen, you, you've got to excuse Van Dijk, obviously. Fantastic, best defender that I've seen play the game in terms of all the attributes he's got. But he, and he'll get better as the weeks go on. But that was particularly poor. And it wasn't just him. I feel that over... The course of the start of the season, I don't believe Liverpool have defended very well, even in the games that they've won, they've conceded chances within games in which the goalkeeper, who's been one of Liverpool's outstanding players and was again tonight, has had to make crucial saves at crucial moments. And I think, obviously, with Van Dijk getting back up to speed, I think Andy Robertson has been below his previous levels and I felt was again tonight. And obviously, that midfield section of the pitch was pulled apart, really. And obviously that culminated in Naby Keita coming off at half-time, although you could have made a case for it being either Milner or Henderson, who also looked as ragged in their positional play. And I feel that Henderson is another one, I'm a massive fan of Henderson, but is playing below his usual level this season. Obviously, Atletico Madrid go down to 10 men, and I don't think anyone can argue with the decision. It's very similar to the Manny Manchester City incident a few years ago against Edison. And although the player doesn't mean it, you have to be aware of your surroundings. When you elevate your leg in that manner, it can always end in a, in a situation where someone can go, come off badly hurt. And I know there'll be, well, you know, he's just going to control the ball. But unfortunately, you've got to have that awareness to think at that split moment in time and not go in or try and control the ball at that elevated level. So I don't think there can be any complaints about that. However, what we did see when... Atletico went down to 10 men. It was a real poor performance, I felt, from Liverpool in managing the game and being able to dominate a game against 10 men. And it was interesting, actually, because we've seen something very similar against Chelsea. I mean, albeit you're talking about two really good defensively set-up teams, two of the best in Europe, in terms of that Chelsea especially. And that has to be taken into account although I thought it was a really bad demonstration of how to play against 10 men again and I would caveat that by saying it's very easy from an elevated position when you're watching the game to see where the free spaces are and the additional man to, to create an overload you're almost watching it and thinking to yourself right I can see it why aren't they playing it obviously at a ground level that's much more difficult when you're playing in between socks and bodies however 
the, the the key principles surely have to be that you have to stretch the pitch, make it and make it as big as possible. Be patient in your build up. Try and not elevate the ball in the choices that you make around the penalty area, and allow the opposition to win aerial balls and win the ball back. And and also try and not break up the game. So what the opposition want you to do is they want to have to stops delays in the game. Don't give away silly free kicks. Don't surrender possession and allow that constant flow where you, you're wearing the opposition's legs down, even if you have to come backwards to go forwards, recycle possession and circulate the ball, stretch the pitch from side to side, keep manoeuvring it. And it was Liverpool didn't do that whatsoever. I mean, they, they gave the ball away at will. The decision-making was very poor. I mean, they're not ideally, and I've mentioned this before, set up to play against 10 men. And what I mean by that is, Obviously, Manchester City are a team who come in into mind straight away when you think about a team who you wouldn't want to play against with 10 men, the old Barcelona side as well. Teams who have great, uh, create great spacing on the pitch with the positions of the players, but also in them wide areas, they have players who are so adept 1v1 that it causes a real problem when the ball switched because that ability to go in one-on-one duels and eliminate players without the game, you think of City with Mahrez, Sterling, obviously Neymar, Messi in previous years. I'm just naming two teams there, but there's other there's other good examples. And obviously with Liverpool, they play with a much more narrow front phrase, Salah and Manny, very much a players who, very vertical players who look to, to threaten spacing behind as sort of a default of the game. But obviously when a team goes down to 10 men, and a compact and have everyone sitting behind the ball and are even more defensive than Liverpool normally play against, which is a lot anyway. Sometimes that can cause a problem when there's no space to run in behind. And ideally, both of them players are not absolute elite in 1v1 duels, which sounds ridiculous considering what Salah's done of late in terms of such short spaces and travelling with the ball. But that's why I, I mentioned that he, he had almost gone on to a new level and the level of his first season in the, his, his normal game revolves around being an absolutely fantastic elite world-class player however you would almost say he's, he's better without the ball and his runs from out to in than he is when he actually faces defenders up and tries to beat them so there is numerous factors as to why Liverpool are possibly not absolutely ideally suited to playing against 10 men but just the absolute principles that you'd have to use against an underloaded team I just felt they struggled with tonight but a lot of negativity. <laughs> I feel like I've been negative all through it, which I shouldn't really, because Liverpool have gone through Atletico Madrid, got a result, and are now, I think, 21 games unbeaten or something like that. So it shows that there is building a bit of momentum. However, I would say I always look at the performance rather than the results. And let's be quite honest, I mean, that was a clear-cut penalty on Diego, Diogo Jota. And how the referee overturned that, I'll never understand. I mean, he gets himself wrong side clumsy, everything about it was a stonewall penalty. So Liverpool have got fortunate. So I have to look at the bigger picture. However, in looking at that bigger picture as an accumulation of figures, fixtures, sorry, Liverpool are doing really well at the moment to grind out results when, although there's been some fantastic performances, some of the performances haven't been quite 100% and there are issues in terms of without the ball in the defensive side of the game, most certainly, which Reid has said tonight and will be punished against Manchester United with the elite attackers they have in the final third. So I think Liverpool have to address that balance and certain individuals within the side also have to have better games, especially on Sunday. Because as much as United have struggled in terms of the overall team cohesion, they've still got individuals within moments who can really hear you. Atletico 2, Liverpool 3. Um, that was a bit mad, wasn't it? Um 
still trying to sort of gather my thoughts after that one. Um, I suppose going before the game, looking at the the starting eleven that we had, um, no change apart from obviously, obviously the keeper coming back in. Um, looking at Athletico's team, I was quite surprised actually. Um, when the starting eleven came up, I was quite shocked not to see the likes of Suarez and uh, Jimenez, um, Correa and Lorente, um, some of their best players. So when I seen that, I was built with a bit more confidence going into that one, to be honest. Um, but yeah, obviously, great start by the Reds. Um, we 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 pressed them um, very early on, and we looked like we were composed. You know, going to an away ground like the Wanda um, and playing a team like Atletico, being the away team and having all the possession isn't really what you associate in Champions League for you, but that's exactly what we did. I think, you know, within that first half, I think we had like 71% possession. Um which was it's just a bit mad. Um, obviously, started off with the goal from Salah on the eighth minute. Um, pulls it inside, and you know it looks like it comes off maybe Milner as well. But you know that's just a man full of confidence at the moment. Um, and throughout the game, you know the the Atletico did well to sort of mark him, but within that space he got in the first you know twenty minutes, it was good that he got us on the score sheet. Um, you know we, Cater. <laughs> Where where do you start with Naby Keita in terms of the whole game? You know, he, he scores that unbelievable goal. Um, you know, he doesn't score tappings, does he? He only scores belters. Um, scores a great goal on the 13th minute there. But then throughout throughout the half, you know, both both the goals that Griezmann scores comes from sloppy defending from him. Um, Thomas Lamar nips past him from the corner um, to, to give it to Griezmann in the first goal. And then obviously the second goal... You know, I think it was Jao Felix skips past um, Cater again. It's just very sloppy for him, and, and and this is kind of what I said after the the Watford game in my review. You know, it's 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 quite annoying when you're seeing him play well because you want that consistency with him because you know it's there. You know he's got the talent, but it's getting it on a consistent basis like we had with Genie. So yeah, both both the Griezmann goals definitely avoidable. Um, but going into the second half, obviously the the Griezmann red cards it, it did pretty much change the game because the Atletico fans were you know they were really up for it. Um, was it a red? Is obviously going to be a question on some of the lips of the fans out there. In this day and age, it's a red. You know, by the letter of the law, it's a red card. Is it a little bit harsh? It kind of reminded me of the one that Nani got sent off uh, for United against Real Madrid um, some seasons ago. You know, he he, he had all, all eyes on the ball, but, you know, you can't be lifting your foot up like that in this day and age and you're going to get sent off for it. But you feel as soon as as he, get, as he gifts that red to them, he's looking to, you know, get one of our lads sent off after then. You know, all the Atletico players are surrounding the ref for every little free kick. And that's kind of how the second half went. Um, the dark art of Atletico, we seeing Simeone on the touchline. Obviously, doesn't shake Jurgen's hand at the end there, and that's just going to add a little bit of spice, I think, for the next in for the game in two weeks' time. I think maybe he's foreseeing that there, to be quite honest. Um, but you know that kind of just sums the man up, I think. Um, but then later on, obviously, we get the penalty, absolute stonewall penalty. You know, if you ask for a stonewall penalty. Um, in the football dictionary, that's it. Don't know what he was doing there. Um, just, just ridiculous defending. Obviously, Salah puts it away. 
to score have scored the score the winner in the end. Um, you know, it's a really tough place to go, Atletico, and against a really tough side. You know, La Liga champions for a reason last season. Um, so you know, it puts us on nine points. It puts us top of the group with Porto winning one nil as well. You know, it, it, it's been a great night in terms of results for us. Um, substitutions, um, yeah, I think Fabino had to obviously come on for Keita. You know, we were absolutely crying out for Fabino um, in that first half. And, you know, to, to only give him a half is good going into the United game as well on Sunday. Um, I was really impressed with Oxley chamberlain I've usually been one of his critics. Not that I want to be, but I've, you know, been very disappointed when he's been coming off the bench. And I thought today when he came off the bench, I thought he was exceptional, kept the ball well, he was driving forwards. He looked like the old Oxley chamberlain that we know. So, you know, that bodes really well for the future that we have that option going off the bench. Um, and obviously Jota coming off the bench as well, getting a half an hour in his legs. Be interesting to see what the manager does going into Sunday with the United game. Does he mix it up a little bit? Does he does he go again with the same lads? Um, I've got to say maybe any, any negatives. Um I was slightly disappointed with Matip. Um, I thought he looked, and maybe it's just through tiredness, maybe he needs to rest now. Um, maybe they get him through the United game and then they give him a long rest. Um, but he did look a bit suspect at times. Um, but apart from that, you know, you can't be hypercritical about these lads. You know, they keep going and they keep winning. And what an exceptional result and exceptional performance. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.